You are listening to Speaking with One Voice with Pastor Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, or would like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at O-N-E-V-O-I-C-E-I-N-C dot O-R-G. Or simply search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Speaking with One Voice, the first episode of a brand new decade. That's right, it's 2020, and we are certainly glad to be back with you after taking some time over the holidays to refresh and revive and renew ourselves so that we could be uh, at our best as we head into, you got it, the new year and even the new decade. I'm your host, Rodney Payne, and I'm so excited to be here with you. Um, just glad you guys hung out with me for the journey last year as we launched the podcast. And now here we are in year two with our first episode of the year. Uh, I want to just remind you, you can follow me on all of my social media platforms that would be Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne, Rodney R. Payne. Additionally, you can find us on our website at RodneyRPayne.com, RodneyRPayne.com, or you can go to OneVoiceInc.org. I know it's a lot of ways to get to me, but we're just trying to make ourselves accessible to you. Uh, I am your coach, your leadership coach, your trainer. I will help you uh, go from good to great, get to the next level with a way that works for you. So if you need some help in those areas, you want to check us out um, and and do me a favor on this podcast. Let's like it. Let's rate it. Let's subscribe to it and let's share it. We'd love to uh, carve out our niche here and help expand our footprint so that we can add value to you and those uh, who would find a benefit in this podcast on a weekly basis. So we've got a power pack January in store for you uh, as we are ready to go. So let's hop into today's episode. And today I just want to talk about a new year, a new decade. And how will we as individuals, as leaders, approach it? One of the things that I find interesting is that uh, whatever the season is, we always find a a new beginning as a reason for a change or a reason uh, to refocus. And so what I find is we don't just have the new year. We have parts of the year. So uh, it typically goes the end of the year, you begin making a New Year's goal or a New Year's resolution. Then that kind of goes out of the way. And then you want to start working toward your uh, new summer body to get your winter weight off that you picked up over the winter time, and then uh, we take our summertime and we kind of refresh over the summer and vacation, and then we buckle back down for a new school year uh, in the fall, and then, and then you look up and and here we are, it's starting all over again. But we continue to look for new things to to move us in the business world. We typically operate from quarter to quarter. And so uh, as you know, with it already being January, most people are already uh, well in their plan for the first quarter and already planning for the second quarter. Uh, again, another new beginning, then the third quarter. And then by the time you get to the third quarter, you're really looking to how you're going to end, end the year and begin the next year. So it's it's this, it's this consistent rat race, if you will, or, or cycles of trying to uh, always capitalize on the momentum that new builds. But Today, I want to talk about how do we make this new, uh, take advantage of it and make it a sustainable process as opposed to something that we're trying to start from scratch at every every given opportunity throughout the year. That's what it really boils down to. We've got to get to a place where we fully understand that uh, 
just because it's new doesn't mean it's better. Just because it's new doesn't mean it's better. Now, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't take time to truly work on some things and improve some things and delete some things and, new, uh, you know, add some things and, and, and do things of that nature. But at the, at the very core of who we are, it's not necessarily about newness, but it's more about consistency. So I'm going to give you a few steps uh, that will help you on your journey as you move throughout this year so that you can capitalize on your full uh, complement of experience as well as opportunity and energy. So, so let's take a look. The first thing I want you to do is, is consider this. Uh, be careful of the familiar. Be careful of the familiar. Uh, the familiar is is a place that you're you're very you're very comfortable with you you know it very well it's something that becomes almost routine or second nature to you if you're going to capitalize on new and 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 you're going to move to the next level I want you to be cautious and careful uh, about the familiar why because uh, as I've often said familiar is a is a breeding ground for complacency. Uh, when I know it well, I become comfortable or passive in my process. When I know how to do it, I, I, that's when I stop learning new techniques. That's when I stop investing in a process. Um, there are several things that I have learned throughout the years that I can I can literally recite them from memory at a moment's notice uh, with no help whatsoever. So if if I'm not careful because I'm so familiar, I will stop studying to see what I can further glean from the information I already have because I quote unquote know it so well. So I really want us to be careful that we don't get so caught up in this familiar that we become complacent uh, because what happens in that regard is, is that, um, you never fully excavate anything. There's always more to learn about any given subject. You can go deeper, and when it applies to your business, to your to your ministry, to your family, there's always more you can get out of a, a process. So when you think you've got it all figured out and you become so familiar, you you look up and you are now complacent. Uh, but but the challenge with familiarity is is not only does it breed complacency. If you're not careful, it'll cause you to overlook the details. It will cause you, I mean, you will, you'll, you'll have something right at your tip of your fingers at the grasp of execution, but because you were so familiar, you forgot to measure twice and cut once, and now you're trying to redo something that you should have never had to redo, but because you knew it so well, you, you found yourself on the other side of a delayed process saying, I knew better. I should have known better. I know this process. How did that get by me? How did I let that slip? Well, it's because many times the more familiar we are, uh, the less detail-oriented we become. Uh, so a lot of times we can rely on talent. One of my mentors is John C. Maxwell. Um, and John says is that, that talent is never enough. Uh, when you become very talented and you're familiar with your skill set, if you're not careful, you'll rely on talent and you will not take the time to prepare because you know some material so well or you've been in environments like this before. But you never know when you're going to have that once in a lifetime moment. Um, Lou Holtz says this. There's no such thing as luck. He says uh, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Uh, that's Lou Holtz, the football coach. And, and I love the way he says that because 
I've got to be prepared. And when I'm too familiar, I become complacent. I overlook details. And so when I have the opportunity, it may miss me right in my in something that I'm super able to do. But because I was so familiar, I did not capitalize on that moment. Don't let that be your uh, experience. I want you to be careful of the familiar. See, familiar, if you're not careful, familiar will also lead to a false sense of comfort or confidence, which translates loosely to arrogance. When you think you know it so well that it can't get any better, you will find yourself uh, in a place where you are thinking that this is mine. I've got it. We're going to go win this deal. We're going to get this deal. Understand you have competitors out there who are trying to take your business. You have competitors out there who want to be who you are and where you are. So you can never let your guard down uh, by by becoming too comfortable in your skill set or in your own familiarity because of what you know already. So I want you to make sure that in this new year and this new new decade, I want you to be uh, careful of the familiar. Uh, secondly, I, I want you to, if you're going to just make the most of this new year and this new decade, you have got to learn to be honest in your assessment of yourself. Uh, this is a big sticking point for many of us because when we set new goals, we, we, we chart out new courses, we have new vision boards, uh, we are always optimistic in building these processes, but oftentimes we are dishonest in our assessment of ourselves. So the first thing you need to do is to be honest with yourself about yourself. Uh, don't make excuses for your shortcomings. Uh, look for solutions. Don't 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 make uh, excuses for your failures. Own them. We need to get to a place where we can look into a mirror and be honest with who uh, with us. Uh, no one else. Uh, take off all the airs. And and while it's great to have a goal for who you want to become, you need to be honest with where you are because you can never grow to a place until you admit the location where you already are. So I want us to really take time to to be honest in our assessment. How have I performed? Um, how was I with my attitude? Um, when did I let my, my approach uh, or my feelings or my emotions get in the way of good business? Well, when did I cheat on my business by cheating on my business mean meaning that I didn't give my best effort in my in my business in my position in my office with my leadership uh, when did I just unplug and disconnect without any type of uh, warning or, or acknowledgement to my team I just went away as leaders I've got to be honest with myself about my performance and when I look at the success that we've had I'm, I've also got to be honest there who played a role in my success who who's on the team that helped me to get there because wherever you are in a in a place we call success, however you may define it, you never got there by yourself. And so we need to be honest about those things in assessing ourselves. That leads me to ask the question, what is your strategy? What what strategy do you have in place that you intend to execute? What is the target? What is the mark you are shooting for? What Where are you trying to arrive? If you're not honestly assessing yourself, if you don't have a clear target, um, strategy should be the process by which you meet your goal, which would mean you have to have a target, a, a clear 
target that you're shooting for? Have you set goals for your business? Are they measurable? Can you measure them on a weekly basis, monthly basis, quarterly basis? Are you tracking? You should know right now by what's in your pipeline, by what's on your desk, by what's in your content creation box. You should know if you're tracking toward uh, where you want to get to. If you've not set a goal and you just have your head down working, oftentimes you can do a whole lot of work that's unproductive because it doesn't lead you to a specific destination. So you want to know what is your strategy and what is your goal. If you don't know what your goal is, then there's really no way you can assess your real progress. That's what we're wanting to do. Uh, How close are you? I will tell you that that I've set some goals in several areas of my life uh, in this year. Um, And we'll talk about my business for a moment. I have a, a financial goal and I have broken it down by different verticals, if you will, or different components of my business that will Put me that will help me to reach the goal. So, in other words, I've got three or four portions uh, of my business or quadrants, if you will, that that lead toward a goal, and I expect each of them to contribute X. And the X is not equitable; it's 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 X based on that particular vertical. So, I am looking at those particular areas, and now I'm measuring on a regular basis and a consistent basis how am I doing in this area, how am I doing in this area, and how am I doing in this area. I can be honest with you. One of the things that I intend to do is add value to you every week, one way or another. So there are two primary ways that we're going to do our adding value uh, at no cost to you. And one is through our social media. So if you follow us at Rodney R. Payne, you're going to be uh, encouraged, inspired uh, on a daily basis almost. Uh, We're going to put something out there to help you get to the next level. And then we're going to offer you this podcast on a weekly basis that will help you in your personal development and growth. So those are two things. It's very important to me that while, yes, I do have products and or services that I do sell, it's more important to me or equally as important, I should say, that I add value to you at no cost. So you can uh, take your workout time, spend about 20, 25 minutes. And and guess what? We're going to take you and help you on a weekly basis with our podcast, Speaking With One Voice. And those are measurements. So when I look into my queue, do I have enough topics lined out? Do I have enough uh, podcasts recorded? Am I Where am I in my content creation? These are things I have to measure so that I can have a real gauge as to whether I'm making real progress toward my goals or not. So that, that's what I want to do. So the first thing is, is be careful of the familiar. And then the second thing is, is be honest in your assessments. And the last thing is is very personal in nature to me. Um, th- this uh, this next topic, uh, this next subpoint, is really about. I want you to be authentic. Be authentic. Uh, one of the best illustrations that I've ever heard uh, came from uh, Pastor John Gray. Um, I was watching him either in one of his comedy bits or or in a sermon. I'm not sure exactly which. Maybe maybe even in one of his books I've read, but in, in, in some place I, I attribute it to him because I heard him say it. Um, he said, um, because he's multi-talented, uh, he, he often says he's a 20-year overnight success. So he did a lot of things for 20 years, and then one day we look up and he's a, a mega church pastor, and he, we, it looks like to us it happened overnight. He says he's a 20-year overnight success. But what he says that really catches my attention is that he says something like this, and I'm paraphrasing as best I can. He says, you know, being one who preaches, he 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 wanted to be like 
T.D. Jakes, but but T.D. Jakes was already taken. And then he goes and lists a comedian because he's a comedian. He says, and I wanted to be this comedian, but they were already taken. He's also a singer. And so he said, I wanted to be this singer, but they were already taken. And what he said, he says, what I found out was that uh, the only one available for me to be was me. And it that sums it up for me. Um, he said that he had to be himself. And so how I translate that in, in my way of thinking is that you have to be authentic. You must be who you are. That, that means that, that, that you're going to be inspired by others. Um, you're going to get information from others. It's going to help you. For instance, I just used an illustration from John Gray, but guess what? I didn't present it to you as if it were mine. I used an illustration earlier from Lou Holtz. I didn't present it to you as if it were mine. I shared information even from John Maxwell, but I did not present it as if it were mine. I presented it to you authentically as something that had inspired me and allowed me to create my own content content and speak with my own voice. So authenticity, it means you're not a copycat, but you're an original. You, you, you need to understand that you've got to present who you are and develop your own voice. Uh, one of the things that I often tell people is, I listen to many different voices in, uh, in, in feeding of myself and in building and in perfecting of my craft. The reason I do that is I never want to sound exactly like someone who I admire. They have their voice, I, but I want to sound like me. And so when I'm helping you, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that you're quoting me and using some things that I'm giving you to help you out. But my, my bigger goal is that you will find the authentic you and you will be yourself because nobody can be a better version of you than you because you are the original, you are the authentic you, and that's what I want you to do. Because it's important that that in operating with this process uh, of being authentic, use inspiration, but don't be a copycat. But but then, at the end of the day, you are a personal brand. You are a brand, um, and I want to say this because this will help you. You must make a decision that you will operate with integrity. In the dog-eat-dog world of business, in the dog-eat-dog world of ministry, in the dog-eat-dog world of of keeping up with the Joneses, it is very tempting to to go and try and take from others what they have built. It's it's very easy to try to do business in in an immoral type way. It's a very it's very easy to get caught up in chasing your own dreams that you don't that you'll miss who you're stepping on in the process. When you operate with integrity, uh, what you're going to do is is make sure that there is a standard that attach that you attach to the brand of you that says this is how we do business. Uh, Those quotes I shared earlier, they were amazing, which is why I shared them, but they were not mine, which is also why I shared who shared them first. It's very simple. You have to decide what standard you will run your business by, what standard you will lead your family by, what standard you will lead your team by. And understand, I want you to know that you are good enough. You are the original and no one can be a better version of you than you can. And this world needs you. We don't need a copycat 
version of someone else. We need the original. We need the authentic you because you have been uniquely gifted. You have been uniquely supplied with what you have to offer to the world. We're we're no longer looking just to make an impression that may soon fade away. We're looking to make an impact that will last forever. So that's what we want to do as leaders. So I wanted to challenge you in this new year, this new decade. uh, I want to challenge you to be careful of the familiar. Be careful you know familiar can get you in trouble, then be honest with your assessments. Assess yourself, assess your business, assess your goals, assess your progress, assess your failures, but be honest. And then lastly, be authentic. No matter what you do, be the original, the best that you can be because no one can be a better you than you. All right. I hope that helps you out. I'm so excited to be back. Thank you for being a fan. Thank you for supporting us. And I want you to make sure that you follow us on all of our social media platforms. And that is at Rodney R. Payne on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, you can always find out more information on our website. If you'll just go to RodneyRPayne.com, uh, that will get you what you want to know. Um, I am your executive coach. We've got offerings for free or reduced costs on a regular basis. So take time out, get involved, take advantage of some of our opportunities. And this year, uh, let's commit. Let's do it now. Let's grow together. We've got some exciting topics coming up for you in the future weeks. If you want to be a guest on my show, on this podcast, by all means, reach out to us uh, at rpain at onevoiceinc.org. rpain at onevoiceinc.org. Uh, if you will reach out to us, that's O-N-E-V-O-I-C-E-I-N-C dot O-R-G. Um, and and we, maybe we can help each other out. I'll be happy to, to share. We can dialogue. If you've got interesting topics you'd like for me to cover, I'm always interested in doing that. I love to be able to hear uh, what's on the minds of those who are listening. And for everyone who supported every guest we had in 2019, thank you for being a part of Speaking with One Voice. And we look forward to a great 2020. It's a new year. It's a new decade. And guess what? There's going to be some parts of you that are new, but we're going to also keep some of those good parts that have been around forever. Listen, you do me a favor. On today, make it a great day on purpose. We'll see you next time. I'm your host, Rodney Payne. And you've been listening to Speaking with one voice. Make it a great day. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. And don't forget to turn on your notifications so you can receive the latest posts, live videos, and podcasts as soon as they are available. And please hashtag all of your posts with hashtag Speaking with One Voice. Listen, we appreciate you liking and sharing, uh, subscribing, and also rating this podcast to help us grow this amazing opportunity. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you, and make it a great day.